Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. said he gives to his sheep eternal life do you understand only one has eternal life to give God he says I give them eternal life but it doesn't stop there he says they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand I and my father are one some claim that Jesus was just a great prophet a wise teacher, but just a man. However, as Pastor Robert teaches today, Jesus was in fact God. He came from heaven, lived a perfect, sinless life, and died upon the cross as a sufficient sacrifice for the payment of mankind's sin. And he rose from death to reign in heaven. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, as he continues his message, Palm Sunday. Prophesy to us, Christ, who is the one who struck you? Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all, saying, I don't know what you're saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, who had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. Now listen. The last thing that I want us to consider here is why did they crucify him? What reason did they give? Verse 62 says, The high priest arose and said to him, Do you answer nothing? Don't you have something to say for yourself? Do you hear what these people are saying about you? What it is these men testify against you? But Jesus kept silent. And the high priest answered and said to him, I put you under oath. I put you under oath oath by the living God. Tell us if you're the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, it is as you said. Nevertheless, I say to you hereafter, you'll see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes, saying, he spoke in blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Look, now you've heard his blasphemy. What do you think? 
They answered and said, he's deserving of death. Now think about that. What? He's deserving of death? Why is he deserving of death? Why did they say that? Because Jesus claimed to be God. Jesus Christ claimed to be God in the flesh. People often try to say that he never made such a claim, that he was an amazing teacher, he was a great prophet, he was a good man. We should definitely follow his teachings, but this whole thing about about him being God, well, that's just his followers came up with that nonsense later. He never said that about himself. Yes, he did say that about himself. On more than one occasion, in fact, in John chapter 10, in verse 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. Jesus said he gives to his sheep eternal life. Do you understand? Only one has eternal life to give, God. He says, I give them eternal life, but it doesn't stop there. He says, they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works I've shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying, for a good work, we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. See, they understood that he was claiming to be God. This man was claiming to be God the Son. Now, why is that important? Well, first of all, if he claimed to be God the Son and and, and he isn't, well, then like C.S. Lewis pointed out, he'd either be a raving lunatic or even worse, a liar, an evil imposter. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, no, he wasn't God in the flesh. He was just a really, really wise teacher, a really, really, really good man, a a great prophet, but but he, he wasn't God in the flesh. No, you can't do that because he claimed to be God in the flesh. If he wasn't God, if he isn't God in the flesh, he he was not a good man, a great prophet. He was either a nutcase or a charlatan. Now, the second thing I want you to notice is that if he was just a a man like any other man, maybe better, maybe maybe wiser, maybe more pure of heart, maybe, you know, of higher moral character, but still just a man, well, then his sacrifice as a mere man would have been imperfect. Even if he did everything perfectly, he was still merely human. And every human is flawed. So his sacrifice would have been flawed. His sacrifice would have been inadequate to cover the sin of all humanity. In fact, one could argue that his death would have been insufficient even to pay for his own sin let alone the sin of all humanity. It would not have been a a sufficient price to pay for your sin and my sin. But see, the thing is, he's not merely 
a man. He's a man who had been conceived of the Holy Spirit. He's the only man since Adam to have been conceived with God's own life, God's own spirit within him. You remember the Genesis account. It says that, that God formed man from the dust of the earth, and then he breathed life into him, and man became a living being. Well, God breathed life into the womb of Mary, and God the Son was birthed into his own creation. And he chose to love you. He chose to suffer for you. He chose to become sin as he hung on the cross so that in him you can become the righteousness of God. You know, when I, was, when I was a kid growing up and attending church every week, and, you know, there was a phrase that the pastor would always use. The preachers would always use this phrase, and, and, and it's a biblical phrase. It's not that it isn't a biblical concept, but it confused me, it, you know, because it talks about being clothed in his righteousness. And, and I would hear preachers say, when God, you know, as he looks down from heaven, he doesn't see you. He sees, he sees you clothed in the righteousness of Jesus. So he, he, he doesn't actually see you. When, you. when you make that decision to trust Jesus and follow him when, and God looks down from heaven, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus. But there's a problem with that interpretation of this idea of being clothed in righteousness. See, it's, it doesn't work. Let me tell you why it doesn't work. Because in John 3.16, Jesus said that your Father in heaven loves the world so much that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that God loves you so much that he made a provision whereby he can justly reach down. He can, he can do it without showing partiality. He can reach down and recreate you. He cleanses you, the Bible says in the book of James. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And he reclothes us is the idea. Right now we're clothed, you know, well before accepting Jesus, before coming to him in faith, we're clothed in, in death. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast, Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. 
Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 